5 Volume 1, an 11-track collection of music, perfect for your next dinner party, study session, or the next time you're reading your favorite book. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Dead Free podcast. We're glad you've joined us. Uh, Shira, how is your day today? Uh, how was your, your day all day? Let's talk about that. Huh? It's been good, it's you been know, good. just. Yeah. Hanging out, uh, ran some errands, got to spend some time um, with some friends, which That's was good. nice. That's good. How about yourself? You know, Shire's been good to see. I took uh, we took took my daughter to to gym, our daughter to uh, gym. So that was fun. That's always fun uh, to see her progress. You know, in 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 gym. You know, she's very passionate about it. So you know, we're trying to really nurture that in her. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, what else did we do? Should I kind of ran some errands, you know, went to the mall and, and, and picked up a few things. So, okay. Let's talk about but that. But one of the highlights of the day is, you know, we actually have a Chick-fil-A nearby us and it closed down for like three months and we would go there regularly. So yeah. the Chick-fil-A by our house just reopened. <laughs> Thank it's, God. It's like Christmas, right? <laughs> so Shire, I'm asleep. Shire wakes up with Chick-fil-A, uh, breakfast, you know? So yeah. it was just like. It was just like a, such a blessing to be woken up with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're excited about that. Um, but aside from that, man, Shire, I mean, God, we're going to get into some other stuff here that it really isn't that great of news. Or is it? I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to talk about it in real time, man, because uh, you all follow us and you, you kind of know our story. Uh, you know what we're doing as far as uh, how we're building wealth. We're using uh, a two-part strategy real estate investing and stock market investing you know we want to we want to come off the jobs uh sooner rather than later and so um we were in the hunt for a home right shire yes uh but good old well, you have to say what kind of home an investment property yes yes we were in the hunt for investment property number six um 
let's kind of talk about that Shia, first. Yes, because I think the last <laughs> time we talked about it, it was we kept getting outbid. Yes. And so that happened a few times. Mm-hmm. And so that was a little discouraging because it's kind of a first for us too, yeah, right? Like, our short term, our short uh, stint as investors. That was the first time. Right. And we know that houses have been selling above yes. you know, the the price that they've been advertised for. But as an investor investing where we were investing, I think this was probably our first time like yes. being outbid multiple times. Right, right. And so, Shire, let's talk about when we're analyzing a deal, right? Okay. And we're looking at a property that we may want to put a bid on. Um, some of the things we look for, right? We want to make sure we're at or above the 1% rule. The 1% rule is if you're paying $50,000 for a house, you want to at least uh, be able to command $500 rent, right? So we kind of use that metrics, and then we're looking, uh, some things we're looking at the neighborhood. Shire, can, can you kind of go into what we're looking at? Yeah, we're looking at the neighborhood. Um, Google has a nice tool yes. that will allow you to you know, cruise the area, and it's not in real time, but usually it's pretty recent yeah. you know if you're lucky you'll be able to see what the neighborhood look like within the year that right. that you're currently in mm-hmm. um I just like to look at the surrounding homes how those homes are looking yeah. make sure that you know there's not abandoned homes or vacant homes mm-hmm. get a um, feel for the street maybe sometimes even go up the street you know around right. the corner and see, what, right. see what's around there right so. and honestly um, I don't like to see a lot of people hanging outside because, you know, you know how like Google, like, it captures everything, <laughs> right. you know, like if there's a block party on that day, you know, then you'll see that. So, you know, I'm all, I'm all also looking at, you know, um, who's outside, mm-hmm. um, how many cars are on the street, right. where are the cars parked, are the cars parked in designated, uh, parking spaces yeah. or is the car parked in the front lawn, yeah. you know, and no shade to anyone who parks your car right. in the front lawn. I think that's probably a particularly safe place to park your car. Yeah. Um, that's not where I park my car, but you know, um, pretty much are we getting trap house vibes? No shade right? if you do. <laughs> right. We um, want to make sure we're not in a, uh, we, we like to go for C and above neighborhoods, right? At least C grade neighborhoods, no, nothing too, too much lower than that. So, yeah. th- you know, so anywho, we have our criteria. We have our criteria. Okay. So where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? Shire? So, we used our criteria on all the homes and then we put in our offer. Right. Mm-hmm. And our agent, uh, shout out to Tisha, uh, very uh, accessible, you know, so I'll just send her a text message saying, Hey, is this house still available? She'll respond. Yes. Or mm-hmm. she'll respond. Let me double check that for you. And then I reply with the, uh, offer that me and Shire have agreed upon. Uh, yes. Uh, so in the past we've agreed upon close to, you know, if it's, if it's reasonably priced, we'll put in a full price offer, maybe a, you know, a little bit less, and then we'll ask for the seller to pay closing. Mm-hmm. Well, in a seller's market, you know, some of those little things don't really fly. So with these, uh, properties, you know, we were going to pay the closing costs. We were pretty much for putting the, which property the, you're ones, about? the ones we were outbid on. I'm kind of lumping those up together. Okay. So, like we said, we were outbid, right? Yes. Uh, so then, now we were at outbid for three. So desperation kind of starts to set in. Maybe, maybe subliminally, Shire. Do, do yes. you think that it kind of did for us? Yes. <laughs> and yes. I'm, and I'm yes. Go- but 
Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I- I'm going there because we put in a fourth offer, and we're going to tell you how that went. But yes. what were you about to say, Shia? You like you going to going to say something? Well, I just want you to con- okay. go ahead and continue. Well, so you know, we you want to stick to your criteria. You don't want to get desperate because you've been uh, outbid on a couple. You want to keep your fo- same focus. And so on the fourth property that we put an offer on, your boy didn't do all his checks. <laughs> right. So we're going to tell you what, what happened, but pretty much I just saw the home. It looked good on the outside. The numbers, uh, as far as how much they were asking fit into our budget. Mm-hmm. So I shot a text to our agent and said, Hey, we, you know, after talking with Shire. I'm about to say, did you text me before you text me? I'm like, okay. No, no, I text you first. I, I mean, and I would not be surprised if you if you did do that, honestly. But you know what I did do, Shire? I what hit you, you I said, Shire, we should put an offer on this one, which I don't really do. Mm-hmm. Usually it's, Shire, what, you, what do you think about this? And we kind of go back and forth. But I could feel, now looking back, obviously, I feel like I was a, I was a bit, you know, I wanted this one. I, I, was, I was getting a little antsy. Right, and... You know, because of that, I was just like, yes, let's do it (laughs) because um, because we had been outbid and um, in some of the previous instances where we were outbid, the seller would say, you know, we're going to wait, you know, a few days to see if we get a few more offers. But not every seller will do that. Mm -hmm. You know, some seller will will receive your offer and accept it. Yeah. You know, and so I think on my end, I was feeling like we're probably in a time crunch. Like right. this house just came on the market. Yes. It's available. You're, I hadn't seen it before you text me about it. Yeah. And it was a yes for you. So I just went with it. You're right. And so right there, right there, uh, that there, there, there's your, your, uh, warning sign, you know, is, is that we, I was rushing, I was rushing. And so we put the offer in, but, but before we did that, there was, um, we like to look at the pictures on Zillow and Realtor.com. There was a video too for this particular house, which yes. is really nice. So we were able to say, "Hey, we can't, we couldn't see a picture of like a bathroom or something." Mm-hmm. And so we said, "Hey, what's going on with the with the bathroom?" And then our agent responded with a nice video, a very yes. well put together video. Yes. Long story longer, the home looked great on the video, right? Yes. Shire, it, it fit. It looked like a home we already own, actually. <laughs> yeah, pretty similar floor plan. Yeah. Um, the video from the video, I didn't have any red flags. Yeah, so we were good to go. Uh, we put an offer in. I think the the home was asking for sixty five. We put a, an offer of sixty eight thousand, mm. right? Because we look had, at me. Mm. Right, we already knew we were getting outbid, so we didn't want that to happen but again. But see, that's also another sign of desperation. Yes. Honestly. Yes. Okay. It is. Okay. Go ahead. So at this point, we're not following our own rules, right? So this whole podcast is about staying composed, pivoting if necessary. We're going to, we're going somewhere. So roll, roll with us. Yes. So we put the offer in. It's accepted. Yes. We're excited. We're excited. Yes. One key thing that I didn't do before, before we move forward, Shire, I never looked at what, what we can get for rent. Oh, see, now he tells me. Until the offer was accepted. I Uh said, oh, I I guess I better see how much rent we can get. (laughs) Yeah. So I went, I used my my tools, uh, a good uh, shameless plug, a good tool. Rentometer.com is a really good site where you can plug in. And And this is not a sponsor. It's not a sponsor. Okay. You know what I mean? They're not a sponsor of ours. It's just something I like to use. Kind of gives you a good framework for what you can get rent-wise. And Mm -hmm. so I plugged that in. I looked at those numbers. I said, ooh. 
I usually like it a little higher than that. Mm-hmm. Now we did it did technically hit the one percent rule, but it was right at the one percent rule. Okay. So I'm thinking, okay, of all the homes that we've got, this one has the making to not give us a wide of a spread mm-hmm. uh cash flow wise as the others. So I'm going in there knowing that. And so what happens next, Shire? I'm trying to remember the story. Um Okay, how I, as I remember yeah, so it. Let's tell it from your point of view. Okay, so the offer was accepted. Immediately, you start, you know, doing the things that you generally do. Mm-hmm. So that is calling our home inspector. Yes. You know, we found someone who's been really great. So mm-hmm. called called this gentleman right away. Um, uh, get and then, the earnest money turned in. Yeah, get that due diligence yep. check. What is it? How, is it yeah, a, due diligence uh Earnest money to start the due diligence period so we can do an inspection on the home. Yeah. So, you know, we're getting cashier's checks and, mm-hmm. you know, ju- we're ju- we're doing the things that we know that we, that we need like to do. Like second nature at this point. Right. <laughs> and then we circle back to the bank, said, hey, we put an offer on a home. And then what the bank say? What the bank do? So we send the bank the offer letter. They want to see the the contract, right? The purchase contract. Mm-hmm. Send them that. They plug it into their system and then they start their process. Uh, so to my understanding, we were good to go. He looked right. at it. Because we're like, already pre-approved. We're pre-approved. We had already known uh, our interest rate yep. and everything looked, looked, you know, A-OK for us to proceed. Yeah. So then. So let's pause there, Shire, because okay. interest rate wise, okay? We have a one credit. I'm just. I'm not trying to brag, but we we do. We've we've built our credit to a place to where we we are good uh, uh, credit worthy uh, lindies, I guess. So we were going to get the best interest rate possible for you know what was out there. Okay, so just to give you guys an idea of how, and this is when the Fed had turned the knob 0.5 on the interest rate. Once they hadn't done the second one, which they just did last week, but they had turned it once. So interest rate was already higher than it than it was on our previous uh, previous purchase. Right. With good credit. With good credit. Yeah. So this interest rate was five point seven five, which is really high, high for us because the the homes that we bought in 2021 were all in the threes. Yeah. Every last one of them. And so we was like, OK, keep in mind. The, the smallest percent, smallest point or percentage point change in your interest rate really changes what you pay per month and what you pay per month affects your cash flow. So, all right, the number still worked out. We were still going to be cash flowing. It wasn't going to be that large of a spread, but okay, lock that rate in with the lender. Locked it in. Did you lock it in? It was locked in. He said, Are you sure? He asked me. Okay. Because what they do is whenever they're uh, speaking with you and saying, you know, asking, do you want to lock in the rate? It's based on whatever the, the market is for that day. Yes. So it's heavily based on the stock market. And so it can, it can fluctuate somewhat based on if it's a good day in the market or a bad day in the market. So they ask you the day of, do you want to lock it in today, Mr. Murray? You could say, yeah, or you could say, let me try it. Maybe wait tomorrow. But if you do that, what if the market is, is worse? Right. right. So fast forward to now there's a home that we're looking at and you take that information to the bank. So mm-hmm. So then what happens? So take the information to the bank. He kind of just goes through it with me. Okay, so you're purchasing it for this amount. Here's the address. All right, he's plugging it all into his side of the system. And then that's when he asked me to lock in the rate. I say, yes, we locked in at at Mm 5.75. He says, "Uh, you know, Mr. Murray, so this loan 
is is small, you know, because we're talking about a a, a conventional loan on a sixty eight thousand dollar home, mm-hmm. right? So that means we're coming out of pocket, not con- counting closing costs. We're coming out of pocket twenty percent. My math's not good, Shire. Twenty percent of sixty eight thousand is I don't know. Let's just say I don't know twelve Let fourteen thousand something like that. Let me look. Yeah, look, we're gonna do the numbers and watch how I get that. So we're kind of getting uh, those numbers together. Thirteen six. I should have knew that. Thirteen thousand six hundred dollars is what we, we would is the twenty percent down payment. So now the you minus that from the from the sixty eight thousand. And what's remaining is what your loan is. Right. So we're talking about shoot some you know forty something thousand dollar loan. So he says, Mr. Murray, I need to go double check on this for you because this is kind of it's a smaller loan than than a home loan than we're used to. So I just need to double check. So I'm just like, oh cool, go ahead, do do what you got to do. Do go do your paperwork <laughs> because we've done this before. We purchased a home for less than this, right? Yeah. So I'm like, we good. So we keep we we getting our inspector shy. We doing everything like you said. Mm-hmm. The gentleman calls back the next day. He doesn't sound very good. Mm. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? So at this point, but what's going on? We're in a whole new world, shy. Give me a, leave me on a cliffhanger. <laughs> we leave. Yeah, this is how we do. But at this point, we're in a whole new world, right? Uh-huh. The interest rates have changed. Things in the market have changed. So he comes back and he says, Mr. Murray, we're no longer able to give you a conventional uh, home loan on a on this amount. We had to restructure your loan. I'm like, restructure my loan. What does that mean? Well, instead of putting 20 percent down, we're going to need you to put 25 percent down. That's the first red flag. Right. Well, I don't know if that was the first red flag, but at this point, (laughs) they're adding up. (laughs) The flags is adding up. Right. So instead of the. So now we're we're talking seventeen k, and we haven't even gotten the closing cost yet. Yeah. Now, Shy, I need you to tell the listeners. Let's pause. Put a pin in this here. So, well, what about your interest rate? Did you already say that? We going there. We going there. Oh Lord! You jumped in the gun. Okay. But Shy, let's pause there and let's let's tell the listeners where where we were in uh, were we supposed to be buying this house right now. Is this something we no. should be doing I mean, at this point? Look, I'm like, no. We're pushing it already. We're pushing it already because, you know, um, we want to build up, you know, our profit from our other homes. Yes. And we want to start to take less out of our own pockets, yes. you know, because when you're first getting started, like you're putting in your own money. Mm-hmm. And we really want to. Yeah, yeah. Hustle money. Extra money. Yeah, and we really want to get to the point to where it becomes Mm self-sustaining. And so we bought three homes last year. And so really we wanted to spend 2022, like, recouping. Recouping, you know, building funds. you know. And so... So we're kind no, of, we, you know, we're we're kind of being a little ambitious. There we go. You know, uh, <laughs> we're not really following our timeline. Yes. Um, but I, I don't fault us for that. Right. You know. Okay. Okay. So. So with that said, with him saying you, we need to pony up twenty five percent now. Yes. That's over budget. Like we don't have that to just drop right, and so well we don't want to dig into the places where we would have to dig in order to get that money. Yeah. So with that said, uh, he also says, and here's the kicker, your interest rate 
also has to change, Mr. Murray. I'm like, okay, why would my interest rate change? Right. Well, because of the market, the changes in the market, um, although, you know, I, I mentioned, hey, we just did a loan that was less than this in December. Mm-hmm. And and none of this affected. He said, well, we're in, we in the wild, wild west now as far as uh, interest rates and as far as mortgages are concerned. He basically said. <laughs> did he really say <laughs> No, no, okay. no. He basically said. He basically said <laughs> we're in a whole new world now, Mr. Murray. So our interest rate changed to six. Mm-hmm. And there, there's I'm more. Just tell y'all. Yes. I'm gonna say it one more time. We have a one credit. Six is extremely high for us. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, at that point, I said, well, what, what's going to be the monthly damages, right? Because now your interest rate is higher, so your monthly payment is going to change. The good thing is you would be putting technically more down. So maybe it would balance itself out. It didn't balance it out much. We our mm-hmm. monthly payment was still going. It was still more money. It was still more money. It was still more money than you know we had previously estimated. If yeah. we put down twenty percent, you know now we're putting down twenty five percent, and the interest rate is higher. Yeah. And the mortgage is higher, even though the, you know, the principal balance what we would owe in the house would actually be less. Right. So, you know, I go around and around with the gentleman and, and, and I told him, I said, well, I don't think we can do that, man. Uh, I'm going to have to talk it over with my wife. There's even more, Marcus. Break it down to me, Sean. Tell the me what The closing costs. Yeah. So remember, like I said earlier, we didn't negotiate that the seller play closing. Mm-hmm. We were like, this is a seller's market. We're going to have to pony up the closing. Mm-hmm. Closing costs have increased. Yes. Closing was, costs yes, have increased. It was over $6,000. Yes. So look at me. I got my handy dandy calculator here. And, and, and here's the thing about when you're dealing with lenders and, and, and when you want to like call them on stuff. So we're looking at $23,000 out of pocket, right? That's, yeah. that's way too much. And so. Well, I don't say it's too much. It was too much for, for that us, house. For that house. For that house. Yeah. That's what it was. And so it's just like when you bring things to the lender and you say, well, why this? What about that? What is this? They really don't have answers for you other than it is what it is. And when you're borrowing someone's money, when you're um, asking them to front you the money, in essence, it's like they, they kind of make the rules and you there's nothing you can do. So you really feel like at their mercy, you know. And so after that conversation, I just knew this is a different market we're in. We're in a totally different, we're in a different market than we were in, in December. Yes. But I, but we didn't make a decision right away. We didn't make a decision right away. We had a lot of things to consider, Shire. What we were some did. of those things? Well, for one, it was a lot more money than we had anticipated. Mm-hmm. And so while we could swing it, um, it would really put us in a vulnerable place. Yeah. And then, Profit margins. The profit margin shrunk, you know, yeah. significantly. And this house would be making, you know, a lot less than a lot less than our others. Than our than our other homes. And then we said, let's let's go back and look at this house let's, one more time. Let's go back to the to the to the this break this thing down into our basic uh template. Let's look yes. at this house. We never looked at the street. Let, let's we let's never really examined look at it. it. Let's yes. really dig on it. And yes. what did we find, Chad? Oh, I was being nitpicky. <laughs> I was like, look at the trees. There's a tree hanging over the fence into the neighbor's yard. What if a branch falls? No. 
No, I think we saw know, some tarped roofs down. Yes, you know, there were, right? There were know. just yeah. We there were some red flags. It wasn't as great of a neighborhood as we thought. Yeah, so, yeah. We went back and actually, I don't even, I don't even think we had looked down the street. Yeah. Yeah. until we got this restructured loan yeah. and we said let's reevaluate reevaluate so that is the point in time that we looked at the street and we usually do that first right. you know but we just kind of skipped it because we were we were feeling desperate yeah, yeah. so yeah we saw some tarped roofs yeah. And of course I mentioned the trees. I start, uh, uh-uh, these trees, they're not kept right. right. And I'm like, that's another bill. And then the home didn't have appliances. So yeah, on top of have to pay for your that. down payment, your closing, you have to get your appliances and whatever other mm-hmm. things a property manager might request of us because that has been, ha- you know, that, that can happen. Yeah. Um, was going to have to flute out. One of us was going to have yeah. to go out there. So and- you have your travel cost. So really mm-hmm. it, it, it it, it it does start to add we're up. We're creeping up on 30 G. Yeah, 30, we're, we're getting close to 30,000 for this house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a nice house, but for that house, we normally don't pay right. that for that house. Okay. And um, another thing that we did was we looked at the value of the surrounding homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Zillow has a really cool tool, and no, this is not a promo, but no. when you're looking at a house that's for sale, um, they have a view that will tell you um, the value of the houses that are Adjoining, right very, really right close. next to yeah. it. You know, And so I'm looking at the value of this house is going for what? It was 60. Going for 65. Going for 65. We offer 68. And then the houses next to it are worth... 30,000, 30, 20,000, 20, a house around the corner was like 15,000. And I'm like, no, it, it doesn't make sense for me to come in and pay triple mm-hmm. with the house next door is worth right. red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag, abort, abort, mission. abort. And so abort. Yeah. So at this point we're faced with something we've never done as investors and that's Backing out of a deal. Yes. Like we've never oh, done that. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. It hurts your pride. It hurts your pride. So much because at this point, you got so many people involved. Yeah. You have your real estate agent involved. You have, you know, the, the seller of the home who has reviewed your you offer, know, they're excited, accepted your you know, offer. Yeah. They're happy that, you know, they got the house sold in probably a day or two. Yeah. You have your home inspector um, who you already have geared up and may have already paid. Mm-hmm. You got your due diligence check in the bank. Is that the right terminology yeah. for that? You got the, you know, uh, not in the bank. You got the check in the, checks mail. In the mail. The check's already <laughs> in the mail. And, you know, you, you've, it, it's just, oh. The wheels are in motion, right? E- and so we, we, we were literally like, you know, we, <sighs> like the pride makes you want to just say, we're going to do, gonna it, do anyway. it anyway. You know, but we got I it. don't know what it was, Shire, but there was a moment when I was like, I was leaving for work. We were trying to have this discussion briefly before I left for work. And I just came back in the house. I was like, Shire, I don't feel right about this. And me, man, I want to push it to the limit. I, I know you do. Like, I, I was like, I'm willing to just try it, you know, but I was like, Shire, I, I don't feel right about this. Yeah. And so, man, we had to do the hard work. So I spent uh, some of my lunch period and, and breaks that day calling sending emails, letting everybody know we're going to have to back out of the deal because of the, mainly because of the restructuring of the loan. Had the loan not needed to restructuring, we would have went through with this. We would have went through with it. And um, I wonder if we would have regretted it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we were able to kind of get some of the, pretty much get all of our money back through some tough conversations and, and, and the people, the relationships we've built are really good. So I, they know we'll be back, but they, you know, this just had some, uh, unforeseen circumstances that needed, you know, forced us to back out. Right. Some things were unforeseen. Mm -hmm. And then the other piece is just like, we had to like, really like be honest and we say, be honest. okay, what, what did we do? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. why didn't we catch these things first? Right. And it's just like, I felt, we felt desperate. It's yeah. like, you have this goal, you want to build your real estate empire, you know, right. or, or, you know, what have you. And it's just like, it was, I don't know. Yeah. It's just not, it's not great timing. Uh, so, so sorry, that brings us to, to, to the, my favorite part of this podcast. Oh, pivoting. Um, yes. Since then, right, how fitting, a week later, the Fed turns the interest rate knob, Hi, even turns more. it up 0. 0.5 uh, basis points, mm -hmm. uh, which is 0. 0.5 to them, but that can mean two percentage or three percentage points to you, right? right? And so now, you know, rumors are, Shire, people with good credit are going to be right, you know, flirting with that double digit interest rate number and people with uh average to, to poor credit will be getting you know will be in the double digits as far as interest rates mm -hmm. so we have to ask ourselves a, a tough question you know how do we continue as investors with that mm -hmm. being you know on the horizon yeah and you know do we go cash do we be do we save up and and become cash investors because really the cash guys were the ones beating us out right <laughs> Cash is king, and you don't have to worry about interest rates when you can cash out a, uh, an investment oh, yeah. property. You don't have to worry about you know thirty to forty five day close uh, escrow. You know right. you close in twelve days when you got cash. So is that what we want to do, Shire? I oh, mean, if I had the cash, of course, I wouldn't be looking for a loan if I had, you know. You know so um, let's talk about it real time, Shire. We haven't really, you know, this is really the only time we get to talk now. <laughs> but well, but. Or do we become more stock market heavy, you know? Mm -hmm. And and, I, and I'm gonna let you go, Shire. But this is a conversation we want to have because a few episodes ago we 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 had a plan to or how we were gonna accelerate our retirement, and, and now we're having, we're, you know, the 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 chessboard has changed, right? So you have to be able to be flexible and change with it. So mm. what I, you think, Shire? What I, you think? I like how you brought up chess, and I'm like, well, the chessboard. I mean, it's just how you move the pieces, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, you might have to move the pieces a little bit differently. Um, well, one of the things is that um, we probably could have looked for another lender. Mm. Um, that yeah. is always an option. So I mean, it's not going to guarantee, you know, mm -hmm. that your rate's going to be that much lower, but it doesn't doesn't hurt to doesn't look. Hurt Sometimes to you, get, you get comfortable going to the same mm -hmm. place, you mm -hmm. know, after a while. And they get comfortable with you, yeah. right? And they think, well, we're just going to give you this and you're going to accept it because you've been with us for, you know, mm -hmm. X amount of years. And it's just like, no, it's, it's probably time for us to branch out yeah. and to um, explore other lenders. Mm -hmm. And also to, to be patient. Be more patient. And not to make those types of mistakes, yeah. not to get desperate because yeah. then if you're desperate, you're not in control, you mm. know? And it's just, I, I don't know. I like that shy. I mean, shy. another option is, is, Hey, we have these, we have control of these five assets, these five investment properties. We possess them, right? Uh, one is paid off. Mm -hmm. The other four ha do have loans on them. 
do you do you start paying off these homes uh which essentially is going to increase your cash flow you know in the same way buying a new home would you know exactly so it's, it's some things to consider uh exactly paying off a mortgage is almost equivalent to buying two mm -hmm. more homes yeah you know and so that could be something that we definitely explore mm -hmm. if we feel like our hands are tied so right it's better than doing nothing better than doing nothing or shira do we look into uh reits real estate investment trusts i mean we know real estate is up right and then a, a reit is a collection of um uh, uh it's a collection of what am i looking commercial properties could be commercial could be commercial could, could be, be residential residential could be apartments yeah you're investing in in real estate you're investing in real estate and i'm actually wondering how an increase in interest rates impacts reits mm. so but I definitely think it's worth exploring worth because exploring. You, if you want to invest in real estate, Re REITs is a great way to do it because yeah. the the it's a smaller barrier to entry. Yeah. You don't need thousands upon thousands of dollars. You right. know, you invest, you know, what, what you're able to. Right. So I think that's definitely something worth looking worth, into. Worth looking into. Or, Shire, I got to throw, some, throw a couple more at you. Do, do, do we say, hey. We're going to save and we're going to pour more cash into the stock market while stocks are quote unquote low and on sale. You know, while the market is down, do you do you double down? You know, is that something you're comfortable doing? Mm. I don't know. What do you I, think about that? Uh, honestly, I think that we should just focus on building reserves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like we had originally intended. Yeah, because technically we're still on schedule. We're still on schedule. I, I think I just feel shy like the game has changed and so i'm like as a man as a man we're always looking like white or black okay so this is turned off then i have to do this now when really it may be something in the gray you know it may be something it may be a hybrid of some things so yeah i think what, like what you're saying is we'll just do what we were what we were supposed to do technically anyway and that's let the reserves build and, and be patient be still know? be still um I mean that's not fun, right? Yeah, I be mean, still. Right, that's no, not fun. like that's not that's not fun. It's not <laughs> easy to do. Uh, there's not much to say there, yeah. you know, if you're just being still. Yeah. So um, go ahead, Tyra. I'm sorry. But some, but sometimes it is the best thing to do, and you know, I wonder where these interest rates are going to. Ooh. What are they going? Where are they going to go? Right. Are they going to continue to go up? And then will it have the intended um, outcome, yeah. which is, you know, they want to raise interest rates in hopes that prices will come down. And so it's like, will that really be what happens? Will happen? it work? Will, will it, it work, work? man? We're we in some crazy times. But one thing we know, um, I think I forget what podcast I was on and they asked, what advice would you give uh, someone? It's simple. Uh, spend or save more than you spend and invest more than you save. So as you're keeping your expenses low or trying to keep your expenses as low as possible, saving as much as you can, investing as much as you can, that's really all you can do in tough times like this, right? It's just, just stick to your core plans because we know interest rates are up, inflation's up, things are changing, uh, but you just have to really be solid in your plan and don't let any of that kind of get you off course you know exactly so. and i mean with the higher interest rates it was intended to to stop people from it yeah. was it was intended to bring down the demand yeah 
Uh, wow. Well, it worked with us, right? It did. <laughs> and, but for me, it's it's sad because, yeah. you know, I'm not rich. Right. You know, I'm tr- we're we're trying to to build wealth. And, and I let's think, talk about that. Yeah. Sure. And I think that wh- why should policy impact like middle class, the middle families. class that are trying to transition in the middle, upper or upper class. But or, meanwhile, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, the up, the rich or wealthy, they have cash. They have cash. Like none of this stuff, none of that affects us, them. Exactly. It knocked us out and gave them an, you know, an yeah. edge. It yeah. gave them less competition. And so yeah. I, I think that some of these policies, it's like, it's, it's, it's harm. It's some yeah. of it's harmful. Yeah. You know? Well, we just got to find our footing in, in, in this, Shire. And uh, one thing I am excited about. So so, so you might be asking yourself, well, what are, they, what are we going to do? Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to chill. We're going to chill. We're going to be we're celebrating. Still, yeah, we're yeah. still investing. Right. We're still investing. Still doing what we do. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to be celebrating our 15-year anniversary here in a couple of weeks. We're going oh to get goodness. out. Of, you know, we're going we're gonna to just kind of chill and, and really just not not get too anxious about what's mm-hmm. going on in in the in the economy right now and we're still going to be investing still doing our thing but we're just going to take a little breather and 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 brainstorm and come up with what our next plan of action is because the goal is still the same you know i ain't, i'm not working till 65 well, you that's know, not Marcus, gonna happen i've been thinking about working a little bit longer you know <laughs> what huh because i mean because it keeps your mind sharp. Okay. It, okay. You know, I mean, for other reasons, I don't know. You you want to be work? What's the word, man? I heard somebody use. Not a workaholic. Uh, you you want to be work optional? Yeah. That's where you want to be. Yeah. I like that. I'm with that. I'm with that. You know. So, but anyway, Shire, I had a great time uh, sitting down with you, chopping it up. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on anything? No. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's. I feel like we're like still processing yes. everything, processing but, it live. But I feel, you know? I feel good about our decision mm-hmm. and everything that transpired. Yeah. Transpired, like we're continuing. Feels like it's for the learn. best, right? Right. Like yeah, happened. and we're continuing to learn mm-hmm. um, as investors, yeah. and you know, hopefully, you can pass on those learnings to to yeah. you all so you don't make the same mistake <laughs> yeah yeah man we, we doing this in real time i think it's cool because like us paying off our debt we we did that before we even started any type of platform but mm-hmm. real estate investing is in real time you know what yes. I mean? y'all get to see that live that and, is in full effect so hopefully you got something out of this episode uh, if you did uh, there's something you can do for us you can go to whatever platform you're listening to this preferably uh, you know uh, iTunes or uh, you know Apple Podcast, but anywhere you're listening to this at, and leave us a five star review. Let us know, hey, I really enjoy this podcast. Give us five stars because that makes us more visible to others who haven't been able to uh, get any of this content quite yet. So do that, and when you're done doing that, email us at blackmarried sorry blackmarrieddebtfree at gmail dot com. And let us know, hey, I left a review. And we're going to reply with a a gift for you. We're going to give you a link to our master class. Get out of debt and start building wealth. Uh, It is a great master class that me and Shire recorded over almost two hours of content uh, talking about how we got out of debt and how we're building wealth. So we got that for you. All right. That's all I got, Shire. Until next time, we're going to holler at y'all later. Peace. Bye.